It's an entertainment slash media company where we're gonna look to build exceptional intellectual property. This is just that extra, yeah. The weather cold, the weather so chill, chilly, willy, penguin, feather road. Cause I'm sipping pro, yeah, that met this pro, pro met the zine. Yes. Episode three, welcome. Good morning. <laughs> what a bloody week it's been. Again, I know we've said in the last two podcasts, I'm saying it again. One week in crypto is literally like one month. It's Insane. just, it, it flies. Flies by. It flies and last week just feels like what it, so long ago. I know. There's so much to discuss. Crypto markets. Uh, the last couple of days, we've had a bit of a bounce back now. Yeah, crazy. I mean, I think it dipped. Like Ethereum, I think, is the main tracker that we all use. And Bitcoin, they all took like a huge deep dive. And yeah, yeah the last three months, it's been dead. <laughs> this is the first month where we've kind of, you know, we've we've bounced back up. It's the first month in, a green, in green in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still early. I don't like, I don't know if we should be getting too excited. Yeah, it's always hard to tell. Yeah. And I do, I do feel like there is a lot of bullish stuff that is happening. Um, I really feel like crypto is, and NFTs are going mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Super Bowl coming up. So I think, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting. Bitcoin, you don't know. You honestly yeah. don't know what, what to expect. Um, but it, I don't know. The last couple of days really feels like meme season's coming. Yeah, I mean, when the market starts heating up, we always think meme coins are where the money will be made. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those things, they don't make sense. Don't They're know. just flying. You've got... Well, you've got Shiba that's gone 20% up and then pretty much Flocky yeah. um, and all the other meme coins are following suit. Doge is holding pretty. You had Elon Musk start uh, re-sharing his, uh, him holding up the, the Doge. Uh, the, <laughs> like Lion King. Yeah, like Lion King again on Twitter today. So I don't know. Um, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I don't really know if people will know this, how Elon is doing a Doge mission. Uh, it, well, it's supposed to be quarter one. It's the Doge X, I think the Doge X space mission where it's funded by Doge and he's he's going to the moon. Yeah, crazy. We, so taking I, Doge to the moon. Yeah, so that's that's going to be very interesting. So is is meme season really playing out? People hate meme season. Yeah. I love meme season. I don't know. I, you can never really tell. Like it's got its own mind, its own like little <laughs> thing. It doesn't ride the markets. It just does whatever it wants. Uh, Elon put a tweet up last week. He who controls the memes controls the universe. <laughs> and I was like, wow. The meme lord. The meme lord. He's coming. So I don't know. I think it's still very early to tell. I don't want to get too excited. Um, you know, it's, it is it is a little bit of a bounce. But, you know, I, I do follow a guy. Do you follow C.S. Becker? No, I don't. I don't really follow anyone that um, kind of trades heavily in coins. So he's a, yeah, he's a ga- he's gaming. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a really big gamer. Um, no, I'd never heard of him. So he's been saying if we hit forty three thousand, that's pretty much his go that we're on. Um, okay. We did cross forty three thousand. He put up a tweet saying, you know, that's it. He's, wow. He's pretty much getting ready to go. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how yeah. it, how it all plays out. You know, I think there's a lot of games that have been oversold. Mm. A, lot, a lot of the markets have been oversold. Yeah. Sold. So, um, very, very, very interesting. Um, NFT space, you know, over the last week has been kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's got to do with like the market or the coin market kind of recuperating. It kind of like when one goes up, the other one goes down. When one goes down, the other one goes up. So it was only. Consolidating, yeah, like just the I wouldn't MT's say been yeah. wild. Since I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't say it's crashed or gone down. It's just there was a lot of hype with a lot of big projects announcing 
um, other projects or releasing further airdropping NFTs to their current holders. So a lot of hype went into the space, which just obviously, and you had celebrities buying in for like Justin Bieber for a million dollars with the board Ape. So I think you bought another one as well. Oh Jesus! So yeah. <laughs> that must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think like there was just a lot of hype in that particular week that caused the market to just fly as much as it did and now just due to the fact that they've all released their projects or released the news you know it's like you you buy or you you sell with the hype and then when once the news is actually released it kind of consolidates like you said so um and that goes hand in hand with the coins coming back up as well yeah well we'll see obviously we talked about it obviously last week um on the on the podcast about the super bowl how we're predicting yep the Super Super Bowl to be filled with crypto and NFT. I know Crypto.com, they've probably got ads. Bud Light's got ads. <laughs> Eminem and Snoop Dogg are performing. They've got Bored Apes. So there's a lot of like things going around that the uh, the Bored Apes are going to yeah. make an appearance on stage <laughs> at halftime. So I think of that, like, oh, and you're already seeing, like, oh, I've been on, like, I was on Twitter. We're on Twitter every day, but every day just seeing all these brand new sports star celebrities getting yeah. in. Um, posting, oh, this is my first gutter cat gang or yeah. my first ape or my first whatever it is. So um, do we? Do you feel like it's a top signal? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. No Coinbase yet? Yeah. Coinbase None. hasn't dropped. Nah, I, I don't think it has. I think... I'm feeling a bit of a super cycle for NFTs. I, and I, I've, I've held firm on that. Yeah, like is crypto, you, have, you have. Is crypto, and I I have been saying when Elon comes to the party, it's over. Yeah. Because he just, he's going to send the, he's going to send the market wild. But I'm also, yeah. I don't, I don't think we're early in the sense of like some of these projects go nah, for, of for course thousands. Not. So like, I'm not going to say we're early in, the in macro, that. macro, we're early. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the macro. For the, for the run. Yeah. For, no. No, I don't think we have. I think there's. Are we halfway? Yeah, I'd say we're, we're, yeah, I think halfway is kind of like a good posse. I think, I think we'll cap maybe at 130, 150, somewhere in that range for the apes. Um, I kind of use them as like a determinant for... 130 to 158th? Yeah. Um, we'll kind of be where I think we'll cap at. Um, so I think, yeah, for that reason there, I think we're still early. Well, last time... Just don't forget the ape coin is still well, set to... That's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's still set to come out. But last time the apes dropped... Last time the apes dropped the mutants, mm-hmm. that was the end of the NFT bull run. Okay. From, yeah, so from July to August, September, yep. as soon as they dropped, it was the end. Gotcha. So is the ape dropping their coin going to be the end? That's what that's that's what I'm that's yeah. what I kind of got out of last bull run, like the last run of NFTs. So I don't know. That's uh, I'm interested to see. It's going to be interesting to see when Coinbase drops because I think Coinbase is going to send the market into pandemonium. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna open it up to a lot more people. Seven eight million users, and mm. I think the stats. There's only like at the start of the year, there's only four hundred thousand people in the world that own an NFT or something. Mm. So I don't know. Very 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 interesting. I'd love to know what the average like wallet amount is across coinbase because it's more one of those i feel like coinbase is one of the more mainstream wallets so i don't know um like how many people would have large amounts in there or if they've like got a wallet but it's just a small amount of money and they're just dabbling in so yeah it's definitely yeah 100 percent. i'm just curious to see like yeah how how it will actually affect the market 
if these people will then take the plunge into NFTs or um, kind of just stay in the positions they're in? Yeah, I, I think one thing that we've seen over the last couple of weeks to a month has been that there's been a lot, well, a, a lot more people getting thoughtful with their utility. Now, yeah. Gary V obviously headed that with the Fly Fish Club. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know what the Fly Fish Club was, it's the first ever NFT restaurant mm-hmm. where you can only access the restaurant if you have the NFT. Yeah. And very, very smart concept. You know, I think he's adding a lot more to it. Like, for example, he's throwing a yacht party or something next okay. month where Jeez. if you're a holder, I think only 200 people or something yeah. get to go on it. And it's picked out of a raffle, something okay. like that. Yep. So that was, that was extremely interesting. Um, Fanverse. So we talked about Fanverse last week being an NFT marketplace. Yep. It launched. Um, well, the, the, the token has launched. Yep. They haven't launched their NFT marketplace, but the news of what projects, well, their first few projects that they're dropping on their marketplace, the utility mm-hmm. attached. Yeah. Incredible. Crazy. I haven't looked too deep into it, but yeah, from, from what I've heard from you, like... So insane. What they're what they're attaching? The, there's a first project that's actually dropping like today, and it's twenty five thousand for the NFT. Mm-hmm. But what you get is access to Justin Bieber and Jake's private party in the next couple of days for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, jeez, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's an never experience. happened. You that's don't an experience. Get that. That's that an all access pass. That's an all access pass, and that's the first thing that they've done. Yeah, I think you also get t- like box seats to the yeah, Super Bowl I think, as well. Yeah, I think you're part of the yeah. It's it's the box seats into the after party with them. That's incredible. Yeah, very thoughtful. Another project that's dropping on there is called FOMO, and what they're doing is you literally it's a pass. So I think they're charging three ETH for the pass. Yeah. And literally, you'll get, uh, like, I think it depends which tiers or however it works, you'll get, for example, tickets to the Maldives. Like, you might get 10 airline tickets around the world, accommodation in the Maldives. You might win Holy or crap. you might get a pass that you can fly a private jet with your 10 friends Crazy. to go places. I saw, like, a Word document with just, like, all these different experiences on there, like, real-life experiences, like, those were some of them. I can't remember what the other ones were, but like the list was huge. It's incredible. Like it was only one page that I saw and, and the experiences that were on that list were just like ridiculous. Yeah, so it's like, it's insane that, you know, we're, we are revolving in the space mm-hmm. um, and this is the first steps. And I'm sure there's going to be many more. We yeah. saw Linksdale that we discussed. Yeah. Um, how if you get it, then you kind of get access to this private golf course. Yeah. Stuff like that. So Correct. Um, it's very, very, very interesting. The space, um, it's moving at a really good pace. Yeah, and that, um, that kind of leads into the fact that there was another NFT project that's releasing that kind of has a similar concept to Soho House in the fact that it's a bar venue that can only be accessed um, via the NFT, um, which I think will be extremely intriguing because Soho House is very popular in America if people aren't familiar with the name. Um, and it's uh, invite only. So to have a, a membership kind of bar club sort of vibe in New York, um, probably, would you say the hotspot for crypto in America? No, nah, Miami. Miami? Miami is the Still very capital. like traveling, it's still traveling distance, like what, one, two hour flight? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. You it'd, gotta, be, it'd be close. Yeah. So you can probably still- Probably four hour, I don't know. Four hours? It's close. So you can still- It's nothing. Yeah, like it's dropping the pond for these yeah, people. Yeah, and, um, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just I think that it's that's going to be another trend going forward is more um, more places doing these invite or not invite only but membership based um, access. Well, even I think Stefan sent us a link yesterday with Apefest. Yeah, is that I, I didn't look into it. Is that confirmed? I don't know. Is I that just, just a rumor? I, I saw a set date, so I think it's confirmed. So what Apefest is is if you are a holder of a board ape, they're throwing like an event in New York. Yeah. And I think it's New York, uh, there's NYC, NFT, NYC or something at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I saw another another festival that was being run at the same time. And then a month before that, I think you said was VCon. Yes, month before in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... Busy month. <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy. Which is also as well, if you hold a V Friends, you get a ticket to his events and mm-hmm. the speakers. Yeah, it's unreal. Wow. The lineup, the lineup's huge. The lineup is huge and from memory like he still had more to announce as oh well. yeah that, he's only announced two sets yeah and he's so, still another two and it's already yeah. insane <laughs> it's already like the best ever event that I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> like not these other speaking events we go to in Melbourne where you go for Gary V and then there's like seven people before them trying to sell you a course yeah. 25,000 and you'll be an expert yeah. in how to develop and I'm just sitting there like God get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> so and and it's funny because he knows he obviously knows that mm-hmm. Gary talks about it as well. So he's coming from a place of value. Like Mila Kunis is speaking, yeah. uh, the, the all the biggest founders. Yeah, a lot of people who are um, yeah, like you said, a lot of the, the larger founders for these huge projects um, will be there. Smaller ones as well. Um, yeah, I can't remember the names, but there's heaps. It was a lot uh, of heavy hitters. Everyone's like, there. Yeah. Like all and that was just, like I said, the first half as well. Yeah, yeah, literally. We've only, we've only, yeah. Tom Billy's talking. Yeah, um, yeah. There's just heaps. If you search it up, we post, we posted about it. Um, real estate in the metaverse. Yeah. So that's obviously starting to heat up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last year I think was pretty nuts. I think there was what 500 million in transactions. Yeah. In the metaverse with yep. Sandbox, Decentraland, all that stuff. And then they're predicting a minimum 2x for 2022. Which yeah, be I probably believe it. I probably million. believe it. Well, that that's going to be very interesting. To see how that plays out. You know, at the moment we've got Decentraland and Sandbox. Yeah. They're the two biggest. Decentraland mm-hmm. has already got their universe released. Sandbox. Okay. Sandbox releases, I think, in the next month or two. So um, they haven't even... Yeah. They did a beta test in January. So gotcha. it's still very early. Um, but I think that's very cool. Like, I'm waiting I'm waiting for Sandbox. I've been running around. I, th- I suggest get just people jump in and run around in Decentraland to understand yeah, what it is. Yeah, just familiarize yourself. It's yeah. kind of like the Sims. Oh, it's not the Sims. How would you explain it? Like a no. GDA yeah. that looks like the Sims, but... You, and you're just a character that can run around and go into people's clubhouses. Yeah, I think, I think Sims slash GTA is like a very good analogy for it. Yeah, obviously you're not shooting, yeah. you're, just, you're just enjoying yourself. But um, I think that's extremely interesting. Mm. And I, why I kind of jumped in to have a look is a lot of people starting businesses in there. Okay. So I, I, I jumped into someone's casino and then I was playing blackjack. So I had to use my crypto to that's gamble. Crazy. Um, and it's someone else. So someone set that up. So obviously I lost. <laughs> the house always wins. Pricks. <laughs> and they, uh, you know, and obviously that, that person made money. So that yeah. was really cool. And even if you run around, you have a look to see people's artwork around mm. and things like that. So I think there's a lot of opportunities in this digital world. Now, we're still probably five to 10 years away till this 
metaverse or whatever it is. No yeah. one knows what the metaverse actually is going to be. Everyone's got their own vision of it. But I still think we're five to ten years away before it actually becomes a thing. So, you know, is Sandbox going to be around in five to ten years? Yeah, personally, like, I, I, I've got a, like, a interesting, I guess, opinion on this. I'm not, like, someone who's overly, um, I wouldn't say, like, impressed, but, like, super hyped for Sandbox or um, Decentraland just because the way the graphics are and all that kind of stuff, I just feel like I'm playing RuneScape again. It's like <laughs> a Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm... I'm kind of looking forward to further like AR development, um, which was why I loved Clonex so much. Um, Cause when you actually owned the Clonex, it could cover your face um, like through FaceTime, uh, Zoom, all that kind of stuff. So you could technically become your, um, your NFT, which I thought was super cool. So I think once more projects start dabbling in AR and then obviously VR is like the final frontier, I think for that kind of space, um, that's when I'll start to get a bit more excited. But for now, like, I'm just sort of on no, the outskirts. I agree. I agree. And the, the reasoning, I think, like, and it goes back to, like, a, a Gary V analogy. So, you know, he was, he was on Vine. Mm-hmm. And then he blew up on Vine, but Vine didn't hang around. Obviously, yeah. it died. But those skills that he learned on Vine, he took that to TikTok. Yeah. And it was the same thing. And he exploded. So, yeah. well, the way I'm kind of looking at it is, you know, I've bought a piece of land. Yeah. Do I did I buy it for it to go up? I really hope it does. Yeah. But in a sense, I don't like I'm looking at it as like, let me learn, let me try open up yep. a business in here. Yeah. Let me sell a digital piece of art or mm. sorry, a digital piece of clothing, or let me start a, a business yep. or something. Yeah. So then even if it doesn't even if for example sandbox dies yeah. in five years, the skills can, will translate. Correct. Yep. I can take the skills and I can move it. So yeah. that's my whole thought process no, of it. Yeah, that's um yeah, definitely a good point. Um, and maybe one that I should probably consider. Yeah. Uh, maybe when the prices drop a little yeah. bit, please winter come along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I've just, I've played a lot of games. So I've kind of learned a lot of my skills from those games and hoping they translate and take me uh, places in, in the future. But yeah, no, I think it's a good idea to begin dabbling in it. But yeah, I'm just, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> Did you see the first property um, this week that's being sold as an NFT in America? Yeah, was it Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Propy, um, they're a company. She actually sold the only property on the blockchain like three years ago, some mm-hmm. apartment in Ukraine. Yeah. She is Ukraine, so I think it was like a bloody stunt, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still amazing that yeah. she's doing the first one. Um, I, I think this is, I think we're still a really long time, we're still at mm-hmm. least five to 10 years away yeah. before the blockchain really does impact real estate in my opinion, mm-hmm. but I think it is an, an amazing first step in that direction. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on it? No, I definitely agree. I think the real estate industry, just because it's so mainstream will be the last thing to probably be adopted um, or to see regularly, regular use on the, the blockchain or all that kind of stuff. So There's a lot of like regulations. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Them. Like I don't know how they got around it. I'd, I'd love to look deeper. Definitely. Um, cause yeah, there's tax implications, um, you know, laws, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see, yeah, like you said, how they got around it, but years away, I think. Yeah. It makes sense. So, you know, the reason why I do believe that every property is going to transact on the blockchain within, in, in the future, it does make sense. Um, there's, there's, there's a few reasons why the first reason is 
let's just say, well, you're a developer, but even every first property that's a go on the blockchain, mm-hmm. because you're the first one, you're going to attach your wallet to the property. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a developer, you build 10 apartments. Yep and you sell those apartments as an NFT, you're gonna attach your wallet in there and you're gonna, because you're the creator, you're gonna add royalties to the wallet where every time the property transacts, which will be verified on the blockchain, the creator will also get 2% of royalties in perpetuity for the rest of his life, which I think is amazing. Yeah, there's some some crazy aspects that you can do with the smart contract. Um, that I think will change the way real estate's conducted in the future. Correct. 100%. 100%. Like even, it cuts out a lot of middlemen. I think like with the smart contract, I, I think you're not going to cut out lawyers. I think lawyers are going to become more specialized. So mm. they'll be like smart contract lawyers. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of bank fees that will be cut out. Mm-hmm. Like just unnecessary fees. Yep. Um, you know, I think decentralized finance will play a role with getting finance. Yep. So I think that can disrupt banks in a, mm-hmm. in a way. Yep. Um, and a, a lot of people, like I've told a lot of people this and they've questioned me on specifics. I don't really have the specifics. Like we're still very early. Yep. Um, you know, but I, I am I am exploring to see where this is going to go. So it, to me, it's extremely interesting. Yeah, I think it's interesting and it could be a way to also reward people who buy into the project early as well. Like let's say, for example, the developer didn't want to add the... 2% towards him, but towards the initial purchaser, um, it's a great incentive for people to buy um, your development over another one. Um, Correct. Just because the space is so flooded. So there's a lot of creative ways you can go about um, the whole smart contract real estate situation. And uh, yeah, I think people people have come up with some pretty crazy ideas. In yeah, the it's, it is going to be very interesting. And it's funny, like even if you're a developer, let's just say, and you, and you sell, let's just say you sell a building of 70 apartments. Uh, what will be funny in the future will be that maybe after you've sold the project five years later, because you've still got the because you've got the contract of who owns it, mm-hmm. you can invite them or give them special access to certain things, yep. or or provide them with like a found I don't know an NFT of something. Yep. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. No, hundred percent. There is there's going to be some funny parts um, to it all. The board apes, the creators, the founders, the owners. They got doxxed. Yeah, they did. So, for anyone that doesn't know what doxing is, Mikey? Um, it's when your personal information kind of gets revealed online. If anyone's been uh, on the internet or participated in these more niche uh, groups on the internet or activities, everyone values their anonymity um, just because you can be anyone that you want to be on the internet. Uh, you can kind of like put on a mask or a facade. So, um, to be doxed is quite an intrusive thing. No one ever wants that to happen to them. Um, and BuzzFeed, yeah, they doxxed the founders of um, the Board Ape Yacht Club, which um, personally I don't agree with. Um, their argument was that, uh, you know, if people are buying such a large company, because I think the valuation came in at five, $5 billion, bill, yeah. um, that the owner's uh, personal information should be public. And I think, uh, yes, but it should be public from their own doing, not Correct. from someone releasing their information. Correct. So it's. I think they were. They put up some Twitter saying, "Oh well, it's we're up now, and everyone knows who we are." Yeah, it became a bit of a meme where it was like Web two me yeah. versus Web three me, and <laughs> people right. would, people would post themselves in like a corporate job, and then them in like a hoodie or something, or like them, them pro- and their, uh, their and their NFT. NFT. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, they went down the road the route of um yeah posting a photo of themselves and then their their board ape uh, NFT. So yeah, interesting. Um. Yeah, don't don't agree with what they did, and they copped a lot of backlash from that. 
um, which I'm glad the community has done and rallied behind the, the founders. But yeah, I think it'll be interesting because part of these days, or one of the things that we look for in a project is for the founders to be doxxed. I was um, literally about to yeah. say that. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things <laughs> that we look at um, for you know, projects going forward. But I think back then it wasn't really a thing. Um, I wasn't around when the Board APO Club launched initially, so I can't really comment too much on um, what information they had you know, released to the public there and all that nothing. kind of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like um, the space has sort of shifted away from that. But at the same time, they had created so much value for their, um, for their holders that there was no real reason for them to be doxxed. Like, there was a lot of trust that was built up prior to... They executed. Um, to the, yeah, exactly. From, from May all the way till now, yeah. they executed on everything. Yeah, they, so they under-promised and over-delivered. Yeah. They just dropped bombs. Mm-hmm. They, they just did them. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, if there was doubt, then maybe, maybe it would have been justified or more reasonable. But There's no doubt. Um, to, they, yeah, that gave no one a reason to doubt them or their intentions. Uh, and yeah, it, it's happened. Yeah, so it's it's funny like that when when we do look for projects and we'll, we'll talk about that now. You know, that's probably like one of the main things yeah, that I look for. Definitely. So it's kind of ironic that like the number one project. Yeah, is, <laughs> they were know, anonymous for so long. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and I was actually laughing about. It. I never really thought about who they were. I don't know. I I just followed them on. Yeah, I followed them on Twitter, but I already for some reason thought that everybody knew who they were. I don't know. And I didn't really look into it. No, it was um, crazy. Like I remember they were um, when they were doing the meme, the Web Two Me versus Web Three Me. They were kind of saying, "Well, I've been docked, so yeah, here I yeah. am." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they were kind of taking it on the chin, but you could tell they were very disappointed as well. Well. What do you look for when, you know, when you're breaking down a project? Just a bit of a summary. So, you know, as we know, there is so many rug pulls yeah. in this space. So many rug pulls, so many projects being released daily. It's kind of like, you know, 2016, 17, when there was an, a new ICO yeah. or 10 ICOs a day. Um, so Especially this month. I feel like there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. So um, what do I look for in a project? Um Nowadays, uh, it wasn't important to me back then, but nowadays, uh, for the people to put their reputation on the line via doxing themselves. I agree 100%. I don't know if I prioritize it a lot, um, but it is one of the things that I do look at personally. Um, uh, Hype. I think hype's important because um, you need people, or you need other people to be interested in the project as well. That's what kind of creates the demand and the value. Um, And... For me, the artwork's important, um, but for some reason, I just can't get a project right with with artwork unless it's anime, but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. How about you? Uh, there's a few things. I think, see, I'm kind of the opposite. I kind of steer clear from, from hype. I hate hype. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just using like Hape Beast or Trillionaire Thugs mm-hmm. or like Mechaverse. Yeah. Like <laughs> they fly and then they just come crashing down. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't mind stealth launches. I don't mind, you know, things that are just running under the radar. I, I think I look for who's like, who's backing it. Yeah. Like I really want to know. Yeah. And then I want to know what they've done. Yeah. I think that's massive for me. I think, um, wanting to know what, what they've done and even just a bit of an insight on who they are. Mm-hmm. I'll use a bit of an example. Um, Tom Bilyeu, um, he's entered the space. Um, he sold his company for a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's entered, he's always been a bit of a nerdy tech type yep. of guy. Um, and I've always really liked his content. 
Um, you know, he's coming into the space. So I'm always looking for people like that. Yeah. Um, you know, your Gary V's. Yeah. Um, things like that. I think uh, innovation. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I really want to like. I really want to know like, are they doing something that's not been done? Yeah. Um. Or like you know they or they're doing something that has been done but in a much better way. Yeah. Um. So I think that's that's massive for me. Um. Are there you know are they are they in the are they in the community discords? Are they are they keeping up to date? Are they you know is it is everything going communities? See the artwork, I don't care. I just I don't look at it. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Communities. Yes, I think a good community is amazing, but I, I referenced it back to you when Brisbane won three premierships in a row and Hawthorne won three premierships in a row. We had everybody coming out yeah. of the woodworks. I'm a Hawthorne supporter. Yeah. And then now they've disappeared. Yeah. So like, you know, Hawthorne supporters, Yeah, literally. Daily. That's the only one that I know these days. Still on the bandwagon, going hard. So I, I think... Um, shout out, Colosmo. Yeah. yeah. But so that's kind of... I don't know. I, I just see... People, you know, people follow the herd. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's their, what are their, what are their social media pages like? Yeah. A lot of people can just buy followers. So, yeah. are they getting engagement on mm. their channels? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's kind of like soccer, like the soccer analogy, where like you'd rather have um, a thousand fans who would die hard than like ten thousand fans who just sit there in silence. Correct. Um, that's kind of like how I look at community. Um, it's like the quality of the community, uh, just using Bored Apes as a reference. They're very vocal, very loud about their, you know, the, the passion they have for their project. So I try and emulate that kind of level of um, uh, passion and, and voice for the projects that I'm investing in. If I've got people that um, are really hyping it up and, and trying to push it as much as, as I am, because you're always trying to push your project, um, it's what gives it value. So if I find people who are doing that in the project, then yeah, um, you know, it's one of the things I look for. Utility as well. I think, yeah, I think utility um, is important uh, just because I want to know that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not getting something for my money, but like they kind of have my interest um, in, the, in the forefront of their mind. Um, and like you said, innovation is really important. Anyone can copy and paste the code from a previous project and, you know, slap it on, change the graphics a little bit. But I'm looking for people who um, are pushing what's done. And that really just shows the creativity and the actual execution that the team has going into that project as well. Yeah, fair. I, I agree. I think, um, what do you think about mint prices? Yeah, I'm pretty, I don't know. I've got a pretty interesting opinion. I don't like when projects uh, are very aggressive with their mint price. I think it's um, a bit of a cash grab in my opinion, specifically if the project doesn't have um, much development from what I can see. Um, going into it. Like, for example, Clonex had a very high mint price at the time. I think they set the precedent for projects having like a two ETH plus mint price. But you could see there was a lot of AR... No, apes, uh, mutants were three. Were, were they? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, they were proven. They, yeah, and they, they, they were had, pretty proven. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they were on the back of, yeah, one of the, the most successful projects in the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think if a project has a lot of development that goes into the back end of it, um, like I said, Clonex with AR technology, I can understand why money would have been needed to fund the project. Um, they had a bit of a, a bit of a track record. Yeah, they did. They did as well. Um, I think, yeah, for me, that was like the only project I could see out of the ones that have occurred recently where the min price has been quite high that I can sort of justify 
um, them in price. But yeah, I th- I'm, I'm a firm believer that nothing should be over 0.2 um, unless you know the, the plans are really crazy or from the get-go, not yeah. just down the track because... Yeah, like buy an island. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I think... Um, utility, like we'll talk about the fanverse stuff, all these experiences. Yeah, like, like I want to know that from the moment I have the project that... Um, what you've given me is going to give me value straight away. I don't want yeah. to wait 10 years down the track for me to then be able to get my money's worth. Yeah. Um, I think that's a bit of a, you're taking me for a ride because in the meantime, you'll be getting resales as well. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer that yeah, point two should be nothing higher than point two. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, um, you know, you have a look at the most successful projects. So far, as we said, Bored Apes, they were 0.07. Yeah. Point whatever. Like Punks were. were free. Punks were free. Um, so, <laughs> what are you playing with? Sorry, I just got my uh, <laughs> little thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, talking about like what's good in projects, let's talk about rug stories. Oh. <laughs> We've got <laughs> one to share, don't we? <laughs> we got a rip on one. We got a rip on one. Man, the only time I've been, I've been rugged twice. I've been rugged twice, but this one was. This one was memorable. The other one, I deserved it. It was like, uh, I don't know, I was bored. And like, I don't know, I was just really DJing and like, just like stuff it. I'll just play with a bit of, a few bucks. It's like two in the morning. I'm like, whatever. Just, we'll just gamble with it. It was like a, I was like a family guy, Emu or some stupid. Whoever the dog, who's the white dog in Family Guy? Brian? Brian, Brian Emu. Fuck, that came and crashed. Nice and quick. But that's not the story. <laughs> Good old Brian. Yeah. There was, um, when I was in America, so that was a couple months ago, I'd woken up, I don't know, it was probably five in the morning, I'd woke up. Um, I, don't know, I don't know, do you remember the timing when I started messaging you? Oh, I can't remember if it was late at night or early in the morning for in Australia. Yeah. Honestly, so, I can't. I thought no, it was late at night for me. Yeah, yeah it was late at night. So it was like five like in the morning 11, in LA. Yeah, it was like 11 p.m., maybe something even later than that. I don't know. I just remember being in the evening. Yeah, so Omicron just started hitting. And I had a bit of ETH, and I was like, let's just try and find an Omicron coin because that's what the crypto market does. <laughs> it literally just grabs something and it'll just 20x it, 50x yeah. it, just because. <laughs> So I was like, whatever, we'll have some fun. I'm in America, we're holidaying, let's do this. So I stumbled across an Omicron coin that somehow was in Vitalik Buterin's wallet. So if anyone doesn't know who Vitalik Buterin is, he's the founder of Ethereum. So you can actually, it's public, that's what the blockchain is. You can see his wallet. Now, for some reason, I don't know how, I honestly don't know how they did it. It was obviously scammers. Yeah. They, they literally uh, created this coin and it, though it, it said that Vitalik Buter created it. And there was all these people buying in and like I was sending you, do you remember the wallets? I remember. Like, I remember very vividly. Some of the wallets, people had 500- Absolute whales. <laughs> 500 million, a billion dollars. $10 billion in, in crypto in yeah, these crazy. Like, and there was heaps of uh, And we thought we were early on. <laughs> I thought, 
<laughs> like, we, we were like oh, top we, 100 holders. We, yeah, we, <laughs> we thought there was a bloody Omicron and Vitalik Buterin was doing something. Like, uh, I don't know. I think I was saying it was going to be a charity or... Or something. I don't know what we thought was going to happen. I just remember every single time I'd refresh the page, thousands were just entering into the account. Man, I, I think my account got to, I think my account got to like $10 billion, $10 billion or something. It was a honeypot. And I, I did search as well. So token sniffer, you can search if they're, yeah. if they're honeypots or like, which means that you can't get your money out or if they're rug pulls. But yeah, and I'm, like, I'm looking at the photos now. We had like every big exchange was holding this, like Crypto.com, Binance, FTX, Hyobi, Okex. We had like everyone involved in this. I was here, yeah, I was sending you photos. We were the 71st holder. Yeah. We thought we were bloody ahead of the herd. Man, yeah, I'm looking we, at We this. certainly were, but are getting rugged. Yeah, I'm looking at these holders. They had 2.8 billion in their wallet, 15 billion. Yeah, crazy. 425 million, 520 million. The small old. fish were like 10 million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 230 million. They were decentralized holders. Some guy had 30 million in USDT. Sheba, a guy had a billion dollars in Sheba. So we just thought we were yeah, on here. I thought I was on. And yeah, of course we got right. Yeah. And you know what the funniest thing is? I don't think I've ever told you, and you've probably got it as well. They sent us in your wallet, if you have a look, they sent us a card saying, congratulations, you've been right. <laughs> and it's an Omicron card. It's bloody brilliant. It's a bloody, I was like, I'm leaving this forever. <laughs> This is a funny story. I can't even be mad about that when they just meme you that hard. No, and I'll take it. It's like when the guy, um, when the guy rugged on Solana, that dinosaur project, he just said like, see nerds on Twitter. I was like, you can't even be mad when someone just trolls you that hard. It's yeah. just, it's, it's just a piss take at that point. Bloody pricks. <laughs> How about the guy, uh, remember at the end of last year, everyone was airdropping money. Um, everyone was creating those coins and everyone was getting airdropped yeah. money. There was on the final day, the final day, someone created the year coin or something, like New Year's coin or <laughs> something like that, yeah? And everybody was like, yes! And then he just rugged everybody. <laughs> just talking like, see us later, rugged us all. And it was just the irony of 2021 uh, summed up. You just gotta laugh at those moments. Hopefully you don't lose too much. <laughs> literally, literally. But yeah, always, yeah, that's, that's just a bit of stupid gambling and, you know, we're just, I don't know. I don't know what we thought. But we, we thought we hit the gold mine. Yeah. But we, we, learned, we learned our lesson from yeah, that one. We get a good story out of it. So yeah. <laughs> I think um, upcoming projects now, there isn't much. Well, there's a, there's our own project, yeah. the Collins Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, I've only got one which we'll jump into. Have you got any other projects that have you been looking at or any no, that you thought's interesting? I haven't really seen anything that... Um, that's kind of jumped to me recently that I could, you know, um, recommend to anyone watching the podcast or just even say out loud. I literally haven't seen a, a cool single thing. Anything cool that you liked that you thought was really cool utility or just Literally, like for me, the one that I'm probably most excited for is Link's Day. I just, yeah. that one there I think is is um, just a really cool concept. Um, the golf. Yeah, the golf. Uh, their whole premise is they want to purchase uh, or make it a membership based, uh, change the, the way country clubs are kind of run. And um, yeah, it's membership via NFT, um, and I want to start off with buying one course, and then obviously over time purchase more. And um, I just think it's a cool project. Besides that, nothing really. Um, 
yeah, nothing. I haven't seen anything. Mm. I don't know about you, but uh, on Twitter this past week, I have not seen a single project. And at the moment, it's too, just because the market's kind of attracted a little bit. Um, and a lot of the major, you know, typically blue chip kind of NFTs have kind of gone backwards. I don't know if that's the bottom um, or if they're going to, you know, start bouncing back and head towards, like we said, we think it's the halfway point. But you always want to try and time the bottom before you buy in. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just on the sideline for now before, um, yeah, before I probably make my next move. Yeah, I think um, JNY Crypto, uh, he's a guy that I've been following since the start of last year. Mm -hmm. He's literally one of the first ever crypto influencers I watched and I still watch him regularly. Mm -hmm. um, he used to aim to do a video a day. I think he's yeah. dropped off now, got a couple of videos a week. Mm -hmm. um, he, I've, I've found he's always been extremely informative. Yeah. Um, he's always provided a lot of value. Um, he's actually like the top board ape club holder. He owns, oh shit! Yeah, he owns 103 of them or something. So oh. I worked out just last year he made like 450 million dollars. Crazy, crazy, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I think he's. I'm really interested in to see, in, interested to see what he's going to do. Obviously, he's got a lot of capital because he's yeah. made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you he, know, he, did he have an aggressive in price from memory? Yes, he. Oh, his was an ETH. Okay. His was oh, a bit more reasonable. Yeah, I think his was an ETH, but you got free two extra mints yeah. out of that. So there's a lot of utility attached to Yeah, it. and he's actually launching his first project, which is the Voyages. Okay. Um, you know, so I'm interested to see how that's gonna go. They mm. look pretty cool. I think yeah. they've got a really cool story. I think he's gonna turn into a Play-Doh game and stuff like that. Nice. And he's got a lot of them that are like unique one-of-ones where like every part, okay. every part of the attributes from the head to the helmet to yeah. it's one-of-one. So I think it's really interesting. Um, cool concept. I think we'll just kind of see what he does. Yeah. Um, but I. I think he's, you know, he's obviously done really well in the space yep. investing. So yeah. it'd be good to see what he does now as, um, you know, as launching his projects. Yeah, um, You know, we're obviously in the process of launching our uh, first project, which mm. is really cool, uh, which is the Collins Universe. So yep. pretty much what it is, it's an entertainment slash media company yep. where we're going to look to build, you know, exceptional intellectual property. Um, you know, so. We're giving them, well, we're actually giving them away for free. So we're creating 1500 NFTs for free for the community. The reason why we've done, we've made that decision is, um, you know, we, we want to, we want to, we just want to, I think by giving them away for free, it's very OG crypto, crypto yeah. funds. Um, and also we just want to prove ourselves in the space. Yeah. I, me personally, I feel a bit of pressure. It's kind of, launching a public company that's yeah. what nfts really are and that's mm -hmm. what we're doing yeah um and we don't really have you know it's yes i feel like i've got a lot of business experience and yeah i'm going to take that into this but mm -hmm. it's very different trying to navigate yeah um it's and it's and it's going to be hard you got someone like tom billy who sold his company for a billion dollars he launched his project and he made a lot of mistakes and mm -hmm. publicly he came out and said yeah um sorry i've made these mistakes so you know, I've been analyzing and trying to understand what they do. So yeah, I, and I, I think it's going to be very cool for the OG people that believed in me because, you know, um, we're going to be putting a lot of effort into this. Yeah, it's it's a very ambitious project. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I think is going to drive us to really, and like you said, reward the people that believe in you. That's what I like about NFTs the most. It's, it's all about accountability to your community. Um, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun to to give it away for free and then reward the people that, you know, took the took the initiative to, to mint it. 
because um, that's all they have to pay for. And um, yeah, ride the wave with us. Correct. And I think this, we're attaching a fair bit of utility. We've got a bit of real world utility um, attached into Web3 utility. Yep. Um, what we're actually giving away in a sense, if you do mint this, which you'll have to pay the gas, whatever mm. it is on the day, yep. you actually get two extra NFTs with that. Yeah. So, you know, you, in a sense, you'll be minting one NFT, but you're getting three. Yeah. Um, what the plan is, we're looking to launch a lot of intellectual property and we're launching our first two mm -hmm. this year. So the first one will probably be May um, and then the second one's probably going to be around November, December. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are a holder, you do get those two free mints plus a lot of bonuses. Uh, yeah. We will be doing uh, NFT consultation once every couple months mm -hmm. for people that maybe want to look at doing their own project. Yeah. You'll be getting that for free where at Collins NFT, we do, we do charge a fee. Yeah. So uh, merchandise, uh, we'll, we'll be building a clubhouse in in the uh, in sandbox mm -hmm. uh, where people will be able to join. Uh, we're going to have special guests jump in, and if you're a holder, you'll be able to listen to the special guests. So yeah. kind of like a podcast with some special guests mm -hmm. that you're it's only exclusive to the holders. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot planned. Right to partner. So yeah. in a sense, I've had some really cool ones. Yeah. Um, what what we're, what we're kind of doing is if you're a holder of this if you want to start a business around collings um in the real world you might want to do collings plumbing mm -hmm. um we will give that opportunity to do that it's we're going to roll that out we're we're going to have a lot of you know we're going to be collaborating with a lot of nft partners with collings nft so if you are a holder of the collings universe yeah and we do a project with i don't know bob down the road Mm -hmm. you'll have access to mint Bob's projects exclusively before everybody. Yeah. So there is a lot of benefits. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think people, what they need to understand the, the, the approach that we're taking, Web3 is about just value, 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 value to the consumer. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll, it'll come back to us. Yeah, that, that's what we're hoping for is um, you take care of the community, you take care of yourself because the community will take care of you. So um, yeah, I'm just... I'm really keen to see, um, you know, how we execute and and uh, who, I think that's the hard part. Yeah, who believes in us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, you know we're, we're we're bootstrapping this ourselves. Like, there's no upfront, and it is going to cost a fair bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll be working on this for the next forty years. I feel yeah. like this is something that I'm most passionate about over anything that I'm doing from real estate to NFT or to the mm -hmm. end Collins NFT to everything else that we do. This thing is what everything else means yeah. the world to me. That, but this is just that extra, oh, okay. the, yeah. The, the, the pinnacle. I think that's actually quite an interesting thing as well is I don't think people really understand when you launch an NFT, um, like what you're undertaking. Um, I think people think, oh, I'll just release the NFT and that's the end. It's no, that's just the beginning. From launching the NFT, you have to be posting on social media. You have to be looking at at, at what's next. Um, have to be and people severely underestimate that. Yeah. Um, they think it's just I'm going to walk in there, release my NFT. It's going to sell for I'm going to mint it at one ETH, and um, that's it. No, like you're pretty much opening a business. You're what putting your reputation on the line. You're accountable to the people that are purchasing your NFT, um, and it's. Yeah, it's 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 a never-ending project, really. Hundred percent. Like even for example, you know, 
95 percent of small businesses within the five years that they're open they 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 die mm-hmm. and it's i think it's going to be exactly the same with nfts yeah uh where 95 percent of these projects are going to die mm-hmm. um i don't want to be one of those numbers no. i i want to be around i know there's going to be a, an nft winter where yeah. everything's going to go dead that's where we need to be building that's mm-hmm. where we need to be putting everything in my reputation's on the line yeah. our reputation's on the mm-hmm. line we fail here we're done yeah we're, we're done um you know, Web3, everything's transparent. It's on the blockchain forever. Yeah. Um, what, what what we do wrong or whatever we do, it's gonna be there. And you know, it's gonna get it's gonna get very scary when, for example, if these do start selling, um, you know, when if with this resales yeah. and, and stuff like that, that's when the pressure will start mounting where yeah. people are starting to pay yeah, so you know, spend money. You know, whatever they pay, wherever it goes to, mm. I'm not really fast on the on the on the floor price. I just want to build a good project. Yeah, I don't think um, Anyone should ever be concerned about the floor price um, of a project they're releasing. They should just focus on pushing the project forward as as much as possible. And I think once you start to to focus on that aspect, that's when um, the floor price will Correct. kind of like you'll sort of get what you're worth, Correct. Um, so to speak. So if you just focus on your project, um, the floor price will will come. I hate when I'm in a Discord and you've got the the the. The developer or the, the creator of the project literally saying we're going to be lifting up the floor we're yeah. going to be doing this everybody we're going to be buying or whatever whatever's going on we're going to lift the floor we're going to double it today we're yeah. going to triple it today it's a joke it's not a bad it's thing. a massive red flag to me yeah it's um that there just comes off as a cash grab um in, or screams cash grab in my opinion if you're worrying about the floor to that extent we are publicly um you know saying to people you know we're gonna raise the floor um yeah uh, it's not a good look uh i think you should just focus on building and you know like i said if you take care of the community uh the community will take care of you correct um and yeah you cash grabs uh, stay away from <laughs> stay away so exciting times ahead i think um this was a really good podcast yeah no i think very interesting week um a little bit slower on the news compared to last week. Last week, there was a lot of stuff that happened, um, but another week. It's another week. I hope we provided you all with a lot of value. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions or anything, please always just hit us up via our social media yeah. platforms. Uh, the link on, on the YouTube link or the Spotify link below, you will have in the description our, our social media profiles. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night, guys.